listening to The Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Glenn Hogg Taylor's story of a small-town lawman with a big-time mind. Smokescreen. Starring Rosalind. In the Mutual Broadcasting System presentation of... The Zero Hour. Brought to you by the Ford Motor Company and Lazy Boy Recliners. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. Here's some super news. Wait, let me give you a fanfare. <laughs> Thanks. Right now, your Ford dealer is featuring the all-new Super Cab pickup. Now for a cymbal crash. <laughs> yes, Ford Super Cab, the only two-door pickup roomy enough. Hold it, hold it. A drum roll. Roomy enough to carry a family of six. So march on down to now the full band. March on down to your Ford dealers and see the Super Cab. With optional fold-down bench seat or facing jump seats. Or with no rear seats, you get 44 cubic feet of cargo space. And because it's clearance time now at your Ford dealers, he's really dealing on all his pickups, Rancheros, Broncos, and vans. Great choice, now available too. I didn't know all that. Great marching band imitation. How'd you ever do it? I got excited. You'll get excited, too, about the super news at your local Ford dealers now. Castle City, California, clings to the edge of U.S. Highway 395 for perhaps a mile. Then abruptly ceases to exist as the northbound motorist passes a last-chance gas station... Looming in the near distance are lofty, pine-crested Sierra peaks. The air is as sparkling as champagne. Some might think the town is a paradise. But there are humans in Castle City. And upon occasion, they indulge in human vices. Even murder. Our story begins as along a hillside path, two men stealthily approach a cabin that is nearly hidden by dense foliage. Near the door of the structure is a window... They pause and cautiously peer through it. Okay. Yeah, Sally's in there. But there's no sign of the guy. Yeah, good. This cabin's got only the one room, ain't it? Yeah. Scott is probably out someplace. Yeah, are we gonna move in? Okay. I'll take the door. Now we do this quick, just to play it safe. Who's that? Hiya, oh. Sally, baby. Oh, Ed, you scared the daylights out of me. <laughs> you knew he was coming. Okay, Chuck, shut the door. Where's Skyler? He's, he's down by the lake, fishing. He doesn't expect us, does he? Of course not. No, we're not going to stall around. We take care of the guy and split. I know. You go find him, Chuck. Now, how does he get down there, Sally? Well, there, there's a path starts back of the cabin. You just follow it down the hill, leads right to the lake. Is that lake deep? Well, out of ways it is. Good. Now, Chuck, after you knock him off, put some weights on him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And as long as Skyler's looking for fish, <laughs> we'll send him down to make a personal contact. Being a deputy sheriff in a Sierra town like Castle City has its advantages, especially when the trout are plentiful. 
mind whenever the smell of pine drifts out of your neighbor's chimney into the crisp winter air, and in summertime, too, when the vacationing girls with the pretty legs hang around the root beer stand across the highway from the sheriff's station. Sometimes, though, it's danged unpleasant. As it was that day, I got a report that Sam Schuyler, a notorious rackets man, was in the area. A concerned citizen had phoned and asked if I was Deputy Jeff Fargo. I said I was. He said he'd seen some guy, one who matched Schuyler's description, up by the lake. Luke Bixby, a rookie assigned to my station at the time, was with me in the patrol car as we barreled along the road on our way to the lake. Jeff, get a load of that guy in a car up ahead. He's all over the road, hogging both lanes. Step on him and overtake him. We're going to give him a ticket. You bet. Give him the reds, Jeff. He's not paying any attention to the flashers. Maybe he's stoned. It's early in the morning? Watch it, Luke. He's going to hit that tree. Look out! Stop the car, quick. Okay. At least he didn't roll over. Let's have a look at him. Yeah, he probably doesn't have a scratch. Those drunks never do. I don't know. He slumped over the wheel. May have just knocked him out, though. Hey, uh, mister? Can you hear me? Listen, I'll get the canteen from our car. Full water might bring him around. Nothing will help him now. Huh? He's dead. But he didn't hit that hard. He didn't have to. There's a bullet hole in his neck. Here. Don't get antsy, Sally. After he wasted him, he had to tie weights on Skyler's body and row it out to a deep spot. Oh, well, I wish he'd hurry. I, I want to get out of here. So do I, baby. And believe me, I will never get mixed up in a deal like this again. You don't know what it's like to spend a whole month in this godforsaken place with nobody to talk to except squirrels, birds, and Skyler. Oh, I don't know how he stood it alone for so long. Hey, how long had he been here before he sent for you? At least been here ever since he pulled the heist. Nearly two years. <laughs> That's a laugh. Every cop in the state looking for him, and they could have brought him in with a mess of trout. Did he ever tell you why he waited so long before he sent for you? Well, he said he was scared, too. Yeah. I guess he could have stayed hidden up here forever if he hadn't sent for you. But a guy with a yen will make a sucker play every time. Oh, I was sure getting sick of his company. Tell me, Sally, how did you manage to mail the letter to me? Well, I gave it to a guy who was up here fishing. Uh, came just in time. I was beginning to think you'd given us the old uh, Evo, you know. Ah, now you know I wouldn't do that, Ed. Yeah, and honey, baby, you'd better not try. What's that? What is the door? What else? I'll handle it. Hey, hey, give me a hand, will you? Chuck. Hey, what happened? What did you do with Skyler? Just uh, give me a minute, will you? Answer me. He, he, he got away. You stupid punk. Hey. Oh, Ed, now don't sock him. He's already hurt bad. Oh, thanks, Sal. Oh, I don't, I don't want no thanks. I, I want to know how Skyler got away. I, I couldn't help it. Ah, Malachi. You, you got to listen to me. I, I, I went down by the lake looking for him. I, I didn't see nobody, and then all of a sudden I, I get slugged. You jerk. Didn't you figure something like that might happen if you weren't careful? I didn't see him. That's bad. 
because he's seen you. Yeah, but I I was only wobbly for a second or two. I, I turned, I saw him running, and I, I threw some lead at him. Oh, brother. After me spending a whole month with that creep, you blew now, it. Look, I know I hit him a, a couple of times at least before he got in his car. He got in his car? Oh, no. Oh, look, he can't get far. He, he was bleeding bad. I, I, I could see it. Well, he'll, he'll get far enough. Now, look, we've got no time to lose. Let's forget about him. We'll get that loot and split. Now, show me where he buried the dough. Well, it's right out back. Okay, come on. Hey. Hey, hey, what? wait, wait for me. Sorry, Chuck. You'll only cramp my style. No, no, please, no! you, sir. I'm the optimism of youth. However, I heard there was a four dealers late, late show going on here. Yes, sir. And just what in heaven's name might that be? Well, it's our end of the season clearance sale, and right now you can get terrific buys in our quiet LTD and our mid-sized Torino. Marvelous. And what about those little beauties over there? I hear they're very good on petrol. Yes, sir. And if you're economy-minded, you'll like the low clearance prices on our basic Pinto, compact Maverick, and sporty Mustang, too. Ah. Ah, but how about that smashing automobile? Could I get a lower price on that one? Yes, even our magnificent Thunderbird is going at a low 74 clearance sale price. You mean all these wonderful automobiles are selling at a low, low clearance price? Yes, sir. Ah, it is a far, far better time to buy than it ever was before. Don't miss your Ford dealer's late, late clearance show. There are plenty of good seats left, and the price of admission may never be this low again. Okay, keep your head back, Deidre. Don't you try to be the bed up, Deidre. You pin them this way with the pins going out, okay? Let's play some C's together and hear how they sound. Yes, you can. Lisa, you've got 12 feet of water. Are you all right? No. People working with girls' clubs can make a difference. This is Carol Burnett asking you to help your local girls' club or write to Girls' Clubs of America, Box 35, Grand Central Station, New York 10017, to help get one started. You can make a difference. You want to be a physical education? You know what you have to do? Good luck. All that science, all that forgetting. Don't get me down. We checked out the accident victim, discovered he was Sam Schuyler. I asked some questions around town and showed the wanted flyer with his picture on it. People like service station owners and the guy who runs the general store. No luck. Schuyler had been real cautious. Finally, though, Buck, the man who rents the pack horses, said he'd seen him enter the driveway of a cabin near the lake a couple of times and told us where it was. We didn't get a fix right away on the car he'd been driving. It had out-of-state license plates. Anyway, Luke and I got in a patrol car and took a run-up to the lake. As we swung around a bend at one end, he suddenly spotted a cabin almost hidden by trees. Hey, look, Jeff, up there to the left on the side of the hill. You can barely see the cabin, but that weather vane on the roof's like the one Buck described to us. I'll bet that scatters hideout. Pull over on the shoulder of the road. We'll take a look around. Uh-huh. Hmm? That looks 
Looks like a pass there. Hmm. He wasn't taking any chance on any visitors to the lake spotting it, was he? He's got the entrance covered with these bushes. Let's see where it leads. Hey, wait a second. I smell smoke. You're right. Back out of here for a minute, see if we can spot anything. Okay. Uh, you see anything? Yeah, look, up there. Wow, seems to be all around the cabin. Now, you wait here. I'll go to the jeep and call it in. Yeah, tell him to step on it. It's real bad. Hello? Jeff Fargo calling Sheriff Station. Do you read me over? Fargo calling Sheriff Station. Do you read me? Over. We read you, Jeff. Go ahead, over. Call the ranger station on the double, Ginny. There's a fire building up fast at the north end of the lake. Hurry. You got it? Over. Got it. Sheriff station out. Man, look at that smoke. I am looking at it. That's too black for just brush alone. Yeah. I got to hunch somebody use kerosene or something to get started. Just what I was thinking. Come on, hop in. Let's move the car up a few hundred feet so they can get the equipment in here. Yet. I don't know how much longer I can keep walking. My ankle's been killing me ever since I turned it climbing that hill behind the cabin. Okay, okay, just keep walking. There'll be a car along soon. We'll get a lift. And once we're over the state line, baby, we can do a lot of living on what's in this tin box. Well, it's a good thing you didn't bury it any deeper. We never gotten out in time. Yeah, yeah, that kerosene catches on quick. <laughs> Especially with the brush and the dry timbers in that old cabin. The whole place will go up like a volcano. And there won't be a trace of Chuck's body. You better believe it. Oh, Ed, I wish you hadn't had to kill him. There was no other way, baby. If the cops ever traced the bullets in Skylar's body to Chuck's gun, they'd have put the heat on him. And he would have squealed on us. Hey, hey, here comes a car. That light duck behind a tree. What's the big idea? I, I thought we were going to hitchhike. Yeah, yeah, but not just any car. Might be the cops. Okay, it's a pickup truck. Now get out there and give it the old thumb. I'll wait here. charred, but with a bullet hole in it for good measure. At headquarters, there was a message informing us that the license plates on the car in which Schuyler had met his death had been stolen. I went over the car again, inside and out. I took down the engine number, even though I didn't want to hold up our investigation to wait, maybe for days, while the car was being identified. Luke, meanwhile, had been busy and had found some scraps of paper on the floor of the car. When they were pieced together, they gave us an address on California Street, 
and an apartment number. But, Jeff, there's a California street in half the towns in the state, or even the whole country. I know. And besides, with the wrong license plates and no registration certificate, you don't even know where the car's from. After going over that car again, I'm almost positive I know where it's from, and I have a big, fat hunch that's where we'll find our killer. Luke? Yeah? You and I are going to San Francisco. Before you invest in a color TV, listen to what these experts say about solid-state versus tube-type sets. Terry Evans, TV chief engineer, San Diego. Color quality on a 100% solid-state set will remain stable for much longer than it would on a tube set. John Silva, KTLA-TV. I would buy a solid-state television set over a tube set any time. In a nationwide survey, 95% of the TV chief engineers polled said they'd prefer to buy solid-state for their next color TV. And it's no accident that more than twice as many of these experts own RCA as any other color TV. Lynn Rogers, WXIA-TV. If I was going to recommend a TV to a friend, I would recommend the RCA XL100. For color, for reliability, consider the new RCAs. Every one is an RCA XL100. 100% solid state. Don't settle for less. American Lung Association, emphysema spot. Take one. I'll hold it before we start recording. Let me get a cigarette, huh? A cigarette? Yeah, only take a second. And look, man, we're doing an emphysema spot. So? Well, couldn't you at least wait till we're through? What for? I can smoke and talk. Yeah, well, that's not the point. Oh, now, wait a minute. Don't tell me you buy all that stuff. You mean the correlation between cigarette smoking and emphysema? Yeah, you really believe that? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. Well, that's fine. But I've been smoking for over 15 years now, and you don't hear me gasping for breath, do you? Well, it's your life. Thanks. Okay, anytime you're ready. Emphysema spot. Take one. Emphysema. Now, just what does that mean to you? Well, <coughs> sorry. Take two. An emphysema victim doesn't always get a second chance, particularly if he's a heavy smoker. Remember, see your doctor at the first sign of shortness of breath, then give up the cigarettes. This reminder from your lung association is a matter of life and breath. Watching the numbers on the apartment building? Yeah, I figure it's in the next block. Uh, you were right, there's a building right up ahead. Uh -huh. uh, lucky, parking space in front of the entrance. <laughs> Good. All set? Uh, raring to go. Okay, let's do it. Now, uh, let's see, where's the apartment with the number that was on that piece of paper? There it is, 106. What's the name above the doorbell? Hanford, Sally Hanford. That rings a bell. Huh? Yeah, her name was linked with Skylar's for a while. Later, as I recall, she dumped him for an Ed somebody, also in the rackets. You got a pass key to fit the front door of this joint? Yeah, there's got to be one in this bunch. Yeah, here, let me try this one. Got it. Okay. Six will be here on the first floor. It's two, four, here we are, 106. Hold it a second. Put your head to the door. Sienna, I'm sure glad we're back here. Me too. It's been a long day. I'm hungry. Well, we'll eat in a little while. 
Are you sure you don't have enough in the freezer to fix something here? Oh, are you kidding? I've been away from here for a month, remember? A month? She was probably up at the lake with Skyler. Yeah, and what time out there? Besides, I don't feel like cooking. Okay, baby. As soon as I figure where to stash these greenbacks, I'll take you out to dinner. How much is in the box, Ed? Well, since we dug it up, I haven't had a chance to really count it. But a quick flip through of the bundles of bills tells me it could be close to 20 grand. Cheer that Well, look. honey, everything nice and neat. Okay, have your gun ready. Let's not fool these characters. Kick the door in. Get him up, you two. Hey, what is this? It's the end of the line. Keep those hands up. All right, frisk him, Luke. Pleasure's all mine. Uh -oh. Look what I found. Seems to me it's just what we were looking for. 38. Luke, I think we've hit the jackpot. 38 caliber slugs were taken from both bodies. Read them their rights. Yeah, you don't have to go through all that hocus pocus. I know my rights by now. You should. There's one thing I don't know. How did you trace this here? I decided the address on that scrap of paper I found in Skylar's wrecked car, your address here on California Street, Miss Hanford, just might tie in with his murder. But his car had out-of-state stolen license plates, and there was no city mention on the scrap of paper. So I had to do some real figuring while I was waiting for a make on your car. Hands behind you, mister. All right, you too, miss. Hey, how did you figure San Francisco from a car with phony plates if you didn't get a make on it? By pushing some buttons. You mean you did it by computer? Nope. By radio. Radio? The push-button radio in Skylar's car. Each button brought in a San Francisco radio station. Oh, ah. lousy luck. Lousy? Sort of depends on whose luck it is, doesn't it? I thought my luck was pretty good. Come on, Luke. Let's take these losers down to headquarters. This is Jim Backus with news about the most comfortable experience of a lifetime. A lazy boy reclining chair. It's ideal for apartments, living rooms, dens, family rooms. Lazy boy is as beautiful as it is comfortable. Available in any style you can imagine and in hundreds of decorator fabrics and vinyls. Make your favorite room a haven of gracious living. See your lazy boy dealer today. <laughs> Hurry up. He's waiting. <laughs> Run down there. <laughs> Go. Uh -oh. Yes, indeed. Hi, this is Jim Backus with a special announcement about an exciting Lazy Boy chair sale taking place at your Lazy Boy dealers now. Lazy Boy reclining chairs of your choice are available at unheard of savings for a limited time only. Treat yourself and your family to a lifetime of comfort and beauty. Once you do, you'll wonder how you ever relax without one. Get America's comfort favorite, a Lazy Boy chair now. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. <laughs> Run in there. He'll be glad to see you. Yes, he will. I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes, exercise your imagination, and join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour. Smokescreen was adapted for radio by Glenn Hall Taylor. Ross Martin was heard as Sheriff Jeff Fargo. Featured in the cast were Ben Cooper, Johnny Hamer, Virginia Eiler, and Alan Bergman. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Coates, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood. The Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman. Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System. हिंदी सिनेमा का सबसे बड़ा ब्लॉकबस्टर बस्टर तो मांकेदार होगा एंटरटेनमेंट जब करण जोहर आयुष्मान खुराना 
और मनीष पॉल होस्ट करेंगे फिल्म फेयर की शानदार रात फिल्म फेयर के मंच पर होंगे रणबीर कपूर करीना कपूर खान कार्तिक आर्यन वरुण धवन जानवी कपूर और सारा अली खान के इलेक्ट्रीफाइंग परफॉर्मेंसेस तो हो जाइए तैयार फॉर हिंदी सिनेमा बिगेस्ट सेलिब्रेशन वॉट दिक्सटी फिल्म फेयर अवार्ड ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी फोर विद गुजरात टूरिज्म ऑन संडे एटीन फेबर नाइन पी एम ओंगली ऑन जी